0: Hello listeners and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community because connection starts with open conversation. In this two-part episode, my guest reveals how he dealt with the news that his wife was gay and even after being together for over 15 years, the news came as no surprise. I am your host, Denver Shy. Hello, James. I want to welcome you to the Talk to Touch podcast. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Denver. It's good to be here.
0: <laughs> Thank you for taking that time. I know that you're very busy. Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Well, uh, for the benefit of your listeners, I'm James Paxton Priestley. I'm an undergraduate student studying creative writing at Aberystwyth University in Ceredigion, Wales. And I'm about halfway through a four-year degree program because I took a foundation year. I'm studying creative writing, as I say, and semi-retired. I am a mature student at the university. And while I'm at home in my free time, um, and I'm not really someone to appear on podcasts, but here I am today.
0: At least it's not video. You're all right. We're doing audio.
1: <laughs> today we're doing audio, so that's just fine.
0: Yeah, absolutely you mentioned something about books, what is your favourite? What are your favourite genres? Ah, uh, well, it, it, it
1: tends to be fairy tales, fantasy, some horror, um, speculative fiction, it's quite a, a wide range of different genres that I, I like, like most people, I guess, but I suppose if anything, I tend to steer towards ghost stories, uh, folk folk tales folk legends fairy tales yeah but i do like a a little espionage and crime Uh, quite eclectic uh, mix of tastes i think
0: ah that's marvelous i understand that you also do editing and proofreading
1: yeah yeah editing for about five years i have clients in this country and i've had some international clients so i've been quite blessed that's that's the benefit of course of or being able to reach across the world like we can now, uh, you couldn't do that once upon a time. You'd be editing locally in the area that you're in, uh, certainly no, not beyond usually the, the country that you live in. But now it doesn't matter. I, with, with the connectivity of the internet, I can have got a clients in Australia. I edit all, all sorts of material, and I've been doing it for about five years. I'm a member of the Chartered Institute of Editing and Proofreading. So I proof, proofread as well. And it's, it's very complementary with the creative writing that I'm doing at the university at the moment.
0: Ah, Excellent. And how is life at university? Is it treating you well?
1: Yeah, yes. It's, it's funny because uh, with my age now, in my early 60s, I, I go in and I, I can't tell you the number of times, uh, because I've lost count, literally, uh, or the number of times that even a member of staff or a student or even sometimes other tutors um, Believe I am a, a, a tutor there, a member of staff at the university. It's quite amusing. Um,
0: <laughs> I would like you to explain a little bit to our listeners who you are. So, who is James Paxton Priestley? Well, James Paxton Priestley
1: is um, the husband of Denver Shy. For the benefit of your listeners, your host today, uh, you can see the names on screen and host of the Talk to Dutch podcast. Uh, Yes, you are. That's me, I'm your husband. You are my wife.
0: (laughs) In the first episode, one of the things I did uh, explain to the listeners was that I had come out um, as as gay, as queer uh, a few months ago. And the thing I didn't explain to them was that I am currently married, that I, I have a husband. And the point of this podcast was really to discuss the impact of a spouse coming out in a relationship. I mean, we've been together. How long have we been together now, James? About eight years. Eight years. We've been married married for about eight.
1: um, Eight years at the end of this month. And also probably closer to terms of how long we've known each other uh close to 15 (laughs) years 14 15 years i think something like that
0: yes it's been a long time and how did we meet yeah we met at
1: waterstones i was working at a waterstones branch uh in a city in cambridgeshire but actually it was i think the first time we met was when i came into you were working as a barber then and i came in to get my hair cut in this particular city not far from where i was working And uh, that's how we first struck up a conversation. And we soon got onto the subject of books, of course, uh, and found the mutual, mutual ground of interest. And it just blossomed from there.
0: Yeah, it did. Because the thing that was quite funny was after we first met, I still remember you coming in and you sat in my chair and you had the straightest parting I have ever seen in my life. This is a queer podcast, but I tell you what, your parting was straight. Yeah, Nothing. Sure, sure. I, <laughs> I've never seen anything so straight in my life. And one of my colleagues, we were like, oh my God, how neat is that parting? There wasn't one strand of hair out of place. And I think you came back again and we were like, no, we got to sort that hairstyle out. So I completely restyled your hair for you. And then after yeah. that, you kept coming in. Waterstones had their regular, I think it was a monthly magazine that they used to have and yeah, you sure would they, bring it in.
1: Yes, yeah, so, so I don't think they still do it because uh, no. they, they do it, but it's, its they offer it online now, I think that's the only difference.
0: Yeah, and you used to always bring that in and my colleague said, I think he likes you. I went, nah. And then one day you kept, you just kept coming back with these Waterstones magazines and I was like, oh my God, I love this. Cause it was great, I mean, we're both, crazy about books and as you said earlier that is the thing that really connected us wasn't it
1: yes yes it was absolutely yeah that uh, was marvelous
0: yeah absolutely and the thing that's quite interesting is with this interview i wanted you i wanted to talk to you about the impact my coming out what that had on our relationship we often hear from the side of the queer individual, the person who's LGBTQ+. But we don't often hear from the other side of the relationship, the person who that, yeah. who is connected to the person who has come out. I know I've just said that in a really long roundabout way, but that is why I thought it'd be really important to do this interview, so that we can get to hear your side and what things are like for you. Um, yeah. And how, how you felt about that. So we've already talked about, we are married. We've been together for about 15 years. Uh, we met when you came into the barbers and the thing that connected us most was books and it was, that was marvelous. When we, when I came out a few months ago, um, I said in the first episode, that I did go through quite a turbulent few months. And I don't think you were aware of it, because I hid that from you quite well. Would you agree?
1: Yes, because your listeners might think, well, how is this possible? Somebody's known, you've known each other for 15 years. But the thing to say about that is because you know each other so well, uh, in some ways, it becomes easier, not not more challenging to hide your emotional state hide the turbulence of your thinking, your, your thoughts at any given time, um, disguise your behaviour to, to give an appearance of normalcy. So because you know your partner so well, uh, you know what might trigger suspicion or alarm or consternation, concern. And so you did hide it very well. It, of course, it pained me to learn after the event you you were having such a challenging time that things were so difficult because that was happening, of course, um, while you were also involved in your own undergraduate degree studies with with all the complexity and the hard work that goes with that. So a turbulent time for you, but um, you're having a cathartic experience. You you were going through the necessary transition from living the life that you knew to live in the life that you could blossom into. So so not to say that we that we were having a a difficult relationship there was there's was nothing wrong with our relationship and we were, we we've been having the best time in terms of coming from Cambridgeshire to live in Wales in Ceredigion and yes. to both go to the same university as mature, mature students and we live in this wonderful traditional Welsh stone cottage across the board our lives have been largely harmonious i think this is one of the key areas though where probably because so much was good and so much was radiant in our lives this gave you the gave you the the scope the opportunity to then say well that's all great that's all great however it's freed up my ability to think about who i am and where i where i've been where i am now where i'm going This is in terms of how you've been, you've been thinking about yourself, your own, your life. Yeah. And um, that's probably why in your mind, um, the the door was opened for you to say, well, how am I with myself? Um, Am I okay with myself? And to start looking at your sexuality, you know, your, um, where you are and to realize, well, actually, um, for, for so so many years, I have, I have actually been queer, but I've not lived a queer life. And, and I think because we've, we, we've embraced so many challenges, so many changes when we came from Cambridgeshire to Keridigium, because we've tried so many new things, it was now time for you to say, hang on a minute, I need to do something about that. And this is what you've been doing, this is what you've done. And uh, we had that conversation. Um, yeah. One day where you said, this is me, this is how I feel, I identify as queer, I don't know the precise language to use, the, the precise descriptive labels, if any, I need to attach to myself to explain how I feel in a way that you can understand, but this is how I feel, this is who I am, I want to embrace my queerness and take a slightly parallel path to live a, um, an enhanced queer life, to yes. look at the, the, the scope, the possibilities in that. Yeah. I can be I can be married. We can be together and but I can also do this.
0: Yeah, because in the first episode I explained that I had met some people recently who were transgender. One of them in particular really caused me to caused me to take a closer look at my life and who I was because they were living so authentically and had been through so much with my past experiences with my sexuality the lesbian relationships i had been in suddenly all these things that i had bolted away locked away had come to the surface and it just seemed as though the more i got to know um, this individual the more these layers began to shift and who i really was and the feelings i've always had i can remember actually being gay when i was in junior school Um, maybe even infants, but definitely junior school. But I didn't know that's what it was at the time, but it wasn't until my twenties, thirties that I actually acted upon that and then shut it away. And then now come into university meeting this new individual. And then suddenly those doors opening up again. And what I found very difficult was I'm married. Why did I do that? I didn't regret getting married to you because our relationship we have such a hoot we laugh so much all the time and we never tire of talking we could sit together at a table for 12 hours and the conversation wouldn't stop and that is no exaggeration would you agree
1: yeah even after 15 years or all all this time
0: and in fact it's funny because you know there was something i heard recently on another podcast. And unfortunately I don't have the details for that. It's just come, it's literally just come to mind, you know, where you say, I am queer, but, and I would say, I am queer, but I am married. I yes. am queer, but I am in a heterosexual relationship. And actually yes. that was something for a, a time I struggled with because I want to Be queer. I want to live my queer life. I want to explore that more. Yes, but it was. I found it very difficult because we we are so good we know each other inside out. I was able to hide from you for, you know, two to three months that I was really really struggling. I I was having a hard time and I was trying to figure things out. And it wasn't a deliberate decision to hide it from. Mind you, I suppose you could say well it was a deliberate decision because. I did just hide it, but I needed to figure it out. For good good reasons, um, you had to do that. I needed to figure out my own mind, where I was, what I was doing, because it was, it was getting to the point where, um, in fact, one of my, one of our art history lectures, because of the particular topic. I actually couldn't go because I was dealing with my emotions and my state of mind in terms of uncovering my sexuality. And I just didn't have the bandwidth to cope with the topic that was taking place in the art history as well. And so that was the first lecture that I just stayed away from. And for weeks, I was quite tearful. It really didn't take much for me to start bawling, really. Um, And I was struggling. But there did reach that point where I knew I needed to talk to you and just actually have a conversation. And we did do that. When I came to you and explained that, you know, I am gay, I wouldn't label myself a lesbian. That's definitely not something I would I would label myself. I would say that I am queer. There are men yes. I still think that are attractive. I wouldn't say, oh, you know, some might say, in that case, then you're bisexual. I wouldn't say that either. Not in the slightest.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But labels aside, how do you feel my coming out has changed our relationship?
1: Well, it's, um, what I would say is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very personal experience, one cannot no, you could you couldn't say that there is a defined way to respond or, or or that things would happen in a set fashion. I think it depends on the relationship you've got with your partner when you have that conversation. So for you and I, because we've always had a frank and open and, and honest relationship, uh, and we're emotionally uh, mature enough to talk about, to consider these, these, these issues and to talk about them, then it, it wasn't going to be a bad outcome for us. For other people, it doesn't work so well. It, for, other, for others, you know, for the worst case scenario is some people can't or don't feel that they can continue to live under the same roof. You know, there are all manner of ways of of, of behaving and, and possible outcomes. For, for us, I believe it's enhanced our relationship still further. And we now have uh, an even more enhanced uh, understanding of one another. I've got a bird outside <laughs> I, th- I believe you've wouldn't. got this
0: this big seagull outside, haven't you it's yeah, this there's baby a baby seagull. goal right at the back
1: door uh I can see through the fly screen and it was just heaving up something you don't really want to know. oh that, no but. um no it's Ooh. all it's okay now it's, it's sort of coughing and messing about there he is it's shaking its head, but Aww. a baby goal out the back um so I wonder what that noise was um so <laughs> so for for you and I, it's. It's going to do nothing but make our relationship even even firmer and, and for us to appreciate each other even more. Um, there's no question of us, because we've had this discussion uh, of separating, of divorcing, of saying goodbye to one another. It's easier now, I think. Um, I feel more greater sense of relief for myself, for you, and you will for yourself, to know that you, you can live a more genuine existence, a more genuine yeah. life, and so that's why I see it as a as a positive step up uh, yeah. and, uh, and and strengthen our relationship. You know, it does mean, and we've even we've even said, and in terms of our relationship, well, we you know we're okay, you and I, about having uh, an open relationship.
0: That is the end of part one in this personal interview with James Priestley. Click on the next episode where James discusses an important decision that changes the relationship and offers some advice on how to respond to the news when a spouse reveals their true sexuality and how you might arrive at a peaceful win-win resolution.